0: just gonna hit it now recording in progress (laughs) hello 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 hello. welcome to uh, everyone's a critic i'm kojo with my lovely co-host queenie and um we're unpacking atlanta episode seven to nine uh going from seven eight and nine we'll do them separately trinity to the bone new jazz and then uh, rich wigger poor wigger um heading towards the finale episode 10 around the corner we're gonna do Shout a season out. roundup next week, I believe. So keep an eye out for that. Let us know your thoughts yeah. on your overall season. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's get let's get into it. Queenie episode let's seven, Trini to the Bone, directed by one Mister Donald Glover. Wow. Um, yeah, what did you what did you think? What you want to do? You want to do, do a quick like roundup of the 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 storyline?
1: Yeah, so Trini to the Bone basically was about um, this Trinidadian uh, older lady who. Had spent her life basically rearing children. Uh, I want to say specifically white children. Is that is that true? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, rich white children at that, or I guess middle class and upwards essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, gave her life to these kids, taking care of them, being their nanny. Um, and she eventually dies. Um, mm-hmm. And so we follow uh, a family that she was her, the last family that she was with, um, and the impact that you know, that she had on the child and also yeah. the lasting legacy that she had on the community um, around her. Yeah. Um, what an episode. I feel like, um, obviously they're speaking on a, on a few things here. They're speaking on, you know, modern parenting when you have parents, um, both, both parents are working. Ultimately you need help, right? Mm-hmm. It takes a community to raise a child and all that. We know that. Um, and, it does it does sometimes come down to um erasing when it comes to you know the nannies right they have a discussion about oh maybe we should get a nanny that can teach our child mandarin right and then the husband goes oh well you know they're more expensive or whatever blah blah so is that balance of like yeah we want to like we have the money to have help to Mm. raise our children but Mm. we also don't want to have to spend that much money (laughs) Mm. to do it yeah it's it's quite it's That was quite a strange thing for me, but yeah, the episode didn't, it didn't hit as hard as I wanted it to. Um, So there was also a running theme of like this um, envelope that um, kept being taken to the door of this family. I think it came about three times Mm -hmm. um, and every time they would just return it back to sender, return it back to sender. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the final time the dad um, ends up opening the envelope and it's a picture, a really nice picture um, of lady i've actually forgotten her name sylvia sylvia um a picture of sylvia um and the son is it sebastian
0: yeah Um, bash bash yes
1: yeah yeah. and so they've taken a picture together and it was like quite a hearty homey kind of picture um where the son like sebastian really really loves and respects sylvia Um, and we see that throughout the episode yeah um and the whole episode, you kind of feel like this this whatever's in this emblem is going to be like super sinister or whatever. And then you kind of get to the end of the episode and you're like, oh, I guess at this point, all we need to remember is that Sebastian has lost a parent mm. in effect. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Sebastian had lost someone that he really loved and admired and respected um, in more ways than he can, than he might be able yeah. to say for his own parents.
0: Yeah. Just, just on that on that point, I think I would I would actually give it a full stop. In that, Sebastian did lose a parent, um, and jumping going from the end and going backwards for a second. Um, in terms of the photo being delivered, and you've seen it's just Sebastian and Sylvia. It that's a family photo. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's a family photo. And yeah, yeah. At, at the beginning of the episode, um, Sebastian's parents talk about the fact that they were the only parents who weren't at. You know, family photos, and they were they were like asked about this and then things like that. So then it finally comes full circle. You're like, oh no, his his mom was there.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, his family was there because I think this episode um, really crystallizes the idea of identity. And I'm going to come back to this theme of identity, which I think has actually been this whole season broad. Yeah, but um, the idea like who's raising your kids and the cultural identity. You know yeah. that we we ascribe to because Sebastian, Trinity to the bone, is <laughs> is really trinity to the bone. The food yeah. he eats, the the phrases he he talks, the kind of the way he thinks, and how he's able to kind of mingle within with these uh, Trinidadian people quite easily. Yeah. Um, Whether like oh you're like one of us, um, to the point where his parents are the outsiders in this space. Sebastian, you know, as he's in church. He got like, praise the Lord. He's doing he's yeah, doing all of yeah. that. His yeah. mom is looking at him like. Like who yeah. is child? Um, a child? Yeah. yeah, all of that. So I think um, the, the strong themes of identity coming into this episode. Um, I yeah. likewise with you. I didn't. It didn't really hit for me. I thought it was fine, yeah. But it just. I thought there would be something more. Um, yeah. Like we said off, off camera, I did think maybe something sinister was gonna you know come up towards yeah. the end yeah. or. Somewhere, and just to kind of give the episode a bit more like life and a bit more, yeah. you know, I mean, vigor uh, to it. Yeah. But it was Did just, yeah. Did you clock, uh, up, yeah. Did yeah. you
1: clock um, Tom Hanks' son?
0: Come on now, Chet Hanks, Chet Hanks.
1: Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like because obviously his whole bit in life is, um <laughs> is like you know, using a using an accident. God knows where he got it from probably on his many holidays to like Barbados mm, or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: And Jamaica or something. And um yeah, just just seeing him in that space I just want to know how I'm going to say
0: I'm okay I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm
1: okay. No, no. no, 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 no. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine especially in the context like I <laughs> especially in the context. I didn't I didn't hate it, but yeah. I just want to know like Donald Glover was like, oh, yeah, and then we can get Chet Hanks to come on.
0: Yes, exactly. And, like, exactly. I just
1: love it. I, I just what, love
0: it. Word for word, it was that, oh, we need to, you know, we're, we're kind of going down, we're exploring racial ambiguities, cultural ambiguities, meshing of yeah. kind of cultures and whatnot. Who can we get, like, a white person? Because you can't just get a stand, you can just get actor. If you want, you can just get a regular actor, you can just get a job, yeah. it doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Yeah. It's an intentional choice to get Chet Hanks in here. And I had a conversation with a friend about this and um, about like why Chet Hanks. I saw a lot of people, Oh, why, why would you put Chet Hanks in this? This is a caricature, blah, blah. Yes. He's a caricature, which is why he's in this. It makes sense yeah. to what well, I think this season has done quite well was, was maybe trying to do um, is blur the lines between reality and fiction yeah. And again you can just get like a regular actor that's not an issue but to have somebody who you're like oh this person actually exists or these people really exist
1: yeah
0: here's a conversation um I think it's quite quite interesting I just thought it's funny as well and yeah. um, I saw a panel discussion with Donna Glover Stephen Glover his brother who's also yeah. a writer for the show Hiro Murai and another writer I think her name is Stefan I can't called Anzazi Beats um, just talking about the show going into this season and everything else and I realize, I mean we like to it's Donna Glover or he's a genius everything like, there's, there's a lot of attention and intention ascribed to this show when things happen yeah. um, in terms of how it's written a lot of the stuff they do just for shits and giggles it's, it's purely that's just funny. for shits and giggles, um, and I didn't know that because so we And
1: we're like, oh my gosh, so deep, listen, so deep. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Doing EGC
0: doing <laughs> A level, like uni, like oh English literature assessment. Yeah. yeah. And certain things like the panel, the, the uh, moderator was asking them questions, and they were just like, it was just fun. We just did it because it was fun.
1: Ah, uh, like, oh. that makes me so happy, though. <laughs> that makes so, me so happy.
0: So, um, but yeah, I mean, because of that kind of conversation. Here's where we exist in, in this space. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, anyway, uh, I thought it was it was cool. Shouts out to yeah, Tribeca Curtis, Chet Hanks. Um, yeah. um I did think Bash's I, I I don't again, I don't have a ton of thoughts on this episode. I just random comments. I thought that the death speech that Bash's parents gave to him was botched. <laughs> it was really poorly done. Right. <laughs> <The> <laughs> like you're not saying anything. Be-
1: yeah, the mum was trying to be, like, really, like, not even delicate. She was trying to be, like, just super obtuse about it. Exactly. And it's not, like, I feel like the the dad's approach, who was trying to be more like, listen, people die. Mm-hmm. Sylvia's dead. Mm-hmm. The cool. mum was like, you know how dinosaurs go extinct? Yeah, people go extinct. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, darling, you can't do that. You can't say it's, that. Like, was, what? Um, and yeah, and it's uh, also going by, like, going by Sebastian's, like, reaction, um, or lack thereof, I feel like it's probably something that him and Sylvia had already discussed, like, Mm -hmm. as in not about her death specifically, but, like, just about death in general. Like, she was an older lady. I imagine that she probably had someone, or people, like, die around her, like, every so often or whatever. And as we're imagining her as his parent to him, I imagine he... up until this point that he's at now, she had taught him everything he knows. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I feel like, yeah, I, f- I feel like they, they were just trying so hard to like, you know, make sure that he didn't break down from this. And he was just kind of like, oh, death.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. seen that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And it was also really, it was really heartbreaking though. Like there was a point where he was in um, his bed and he kind of looks over at the chair and, you know mm-hmm. that's where Sylvia would usually sit, yeah. and like that was really sad. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was an okay. It was a okay episode. Like I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I was just like, oh, like a nice, a nice, a nice way, I guess, to explore racial identity even further and kind of take um, this exploration that we're on this season um, and just see it in a new way. Basically, yeah. I thought, I thought it was, yeah. it was nice.
0: I also thought it was interesting just so before we maybe jump to episode eight. Um, this is, this, if, as, a, as a, I'd imagine, a Trinidadian person, this episode must have been fantastic to see like culture mm. represented in this way. I did listen to a couple of uh, um, podcasts about this episode, and there was one um, which may I try and link below uh, if I can find it. But um, yeah, this this uh, Trinidadian fellow was talking about, you know, when, when we generally witness uh, Caribbean culture is often through the lens of Jamaica so to see you know a, a different yeah. different island um see how rich the culture is yeah, see like, yeah. in, in in the funeral they they're, they're, they're celebrating they're dancing there's so much energy to what's going on which just yeah. opposed to Western ways of conducting the funeral like yeah. night and day like night and day yeah. we black people I think generally we are about like celebrating life. Of and life. that and yeah. that doesn't often translate really like well to like western views of like mourning like overt mourning and and sorrow yeah. I think mourning maybe morning's not the right word because both are mourning in different ways but this yeah. idea of you know like we're really about celebrating and enjoying the life that people share and, and yeah and I think that episode, that this episode was quite good for for showcasing that
1: I think maybe one more point on this as well is when um Sylvia's daughter, um, <laughs> kind of basically at, at the funeral, amidst the celebration, um, as it were, it's kind of like, listen, our mom was not there for us. Like she was there for these other kids that she was taking, that she dedicated her life to, basically, and like you, you get it because obviously she was like Sylvia was trying to make coins for her kids, mm. but then, which ultimately meant that she was never with her kids, which is a reality that. I know for me it's something that I've experienced. I'm not sure about you, because I would speak for you, Like it's 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 a hard like reality to grapple with sometimes where like and as you grow older you you do start to appreciate a bit more that like you know they couldn't be there for us how we would have liked to how we would have liked because they were trying to provide for us. Yeah. Um and it is it is such a difficult thing to um to understand and come to terms with. And yeah. it only it only comes with age, but obviously for for Sylvia's daughter in this case, she was kind of just not not over it. Yeah. Over it the wrong yeah. word, but
0: yeah, yeah. She hadn't she hadn't dealt with that. Yeah. Um but yeah. All right. So that was Trinity to the Bone. Moving yeah. on, talking about episode eight, uh New Jazz, directed by one hero Murai. Um this is I'd say this is firstly it was rated eight point nine of, on IMDb. I think it's the second highest rated episode of the season. I'll say that really? now. You, you, I, I know you have you have feelings for this episode, but um,
1: or none at all,
0: <laughs> or, or none at all. Um, <laughs> so just in terms of starting from the top, episode eight follows Al and Darius in particular as they go on a quest to take some Nepalese space cake. Obviously, we're back in Amsterdam again time-wise is weird, I'm like, is this, did this happen before? Are you back in Amsterdam? Where Where is this, where does this sit, chronologically speaking? Anyway, it doesn't matter, to be honest, because it, it's a standalone episode, who cares? Um, like, it's not particularly connected, this whole season's not particularly following a, we're here, we're going here, we're going here, it, and the anth- and the anthology episode kind of further, you know, made that a bit clear. Um,
1: technical issues. Say it again, sorry? Hello.
0: Yeah, but, um, well, anyway, well, so, so Al, Darius uh, on a quest to do some Nepalese Space Cake. This episode is essentially The Woods Part 2, um, mm. Season 2, Episode 8. Ironically, not ironically, this is probably, again, an intentional thing. Um, this episode is Season 4, Episode 8. Again, both of those episodes directed by Hiro Murai. Episode 8, uh, sorry, The Woods was, is widely considered, I think, by most people to be the best episode of Atlanta. Um, like, the single best episode. Um, I think it's the episode that um, Brian Tyree Henry, a uh, paperweight owl, was nominated for um, a primetime Emmy, um, outstanding support actor. Like he, this episode is is the woods is university acclaimed. I don't think this episode new jazz is going to be in that same space. However, mm-hmm. I do like how it continues this thread of exploring of owl exploring who he is and learning yeah. who he is often from really Difficult interactions with the world Like he never has like these peaceful You know I think no, maybe no one in the show actually has these peaceful Peaceful ways of discovering themselves and kind of Going on these journeys um, But Owl seems to have it particularly rough Every time um, yeah. So anyway uh, He does, Owl, Owl and Darius do the space cake Together um, Wanders off, Owl bumps into a an, an angel as she describes herself, And I'm going to come back to that called Lorraine who happens to share the name of his um, mother, who has also passed. Um, and then they go on a quest, you know, to different places. They go to a jazz, cl- a, a cancel cl- club, and come into contact with the white Liam Neeson, um, who, again, thought real
1: white Liam Neeson. The real
0: white Liam Neeson. Um, and then, you know, Al uh, passes out. Lorraine sort of calls into question, you know, again, like, who are you? Like, are you really in charge of your life? Do you know what's going on um, in terms of your masters, in terms of your friends and people are like leeching off you? Are you are you noticing that? Um, and then disappears, like doesn't, cause into question again, does she exist, does she not? And then wakes up, you know, after, after a couple hours. Um, Wild trip wild trip and then asks Ern, you know who owns my masters which is a question lorraine gave to him and Ern seemingly says you do and yeah you believe that or not i mean it's kind of yeah i was
1: so i was i was doing something at the same time while watching this episode so when when he asked you know um like who, who owns the masters and Ern said you do the way i looked at the screen I looked at the screen, and I was waiting to see, I, like, mm, close the door. I was waiting wait to see mm, close the door, and then I see his face. Do you know what I mean? As if to say, like, "Who got away with it. Or Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But we didn't see anything. And I'm Let's like, see it. Hmm. I don't know. Because I don't know. I'll, I'll <laughs> say
0: to him, like, oh, who owns my masters, Aaron? I said, huh? Like, <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> you heard him? You, you heard him? So, that was interesting. But anyway, so that that was a whistle-stop tour of the episode. Um, What did you think about New Jazz Queenie?
1: I I have a question for you first. Shoot. Um, Have you ever been so, like... I'm not sure if this is incriminating now.
0: Maybe we'll be Yeah, I'm like, what are you about to ask me (laughs) (laughs) But,
1: like, have you ever... Because I know for a fact that I have been, you know, in a state where, you know, you're seeing yourself. You know Uh what I mean? Or, like, Uh things of or things are played out and you're like, did I dream that? Or was that yeah. real? Yeah. Right. And at the beginning of the episode, when, when Al sees who we now know is himself.
0: Yeah. I was like, Hung Oh, out. been there. Boy. Yeah. Been there. Interesting. <laughs>
1: been there. Yeah. Um, so I, I did, I, I suppose I really liked that element of the episode. Um, and that kind of like weird time loop, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it really did feel like a trip. Um, but then that's every episode i feel yeah yeah <laughs> every episode is a trip um but yeah overall like you know i i liked the episode mm, that's really all mm. you know mm. i didn't i didn't hate it I, sorry sorry your man was in the red light district S- is spotted by some fans the fans now follow him and Oh, it's it's paper boy it's paper boy he manages to escape them and then we just see these boys recklessly take a child from a pram a baby Listen. take the baby run with the baby then throw the baby yeah. like, it's a, like, it's a, like it's a like it's a like
0: it's a wonderful yeah
1: yeah i was like yeah i know that we're you know afro surrealists and da-da-da-da. this is crazy dog <laughs> This is crazy. No, throwing, I literally said out loud, we're throwing babies now?
0: Insecure did it first. Issa did it first. <laughs> I
1: said out loud, we're throwing babies now. That's what we're doing now. Okay. Yeah, um,
0: wild. Wild scenes.
1: Yeah, so crazy. But um, yeah, with Lorraine, with um, that angel-like presence, obviously with Paperboy's mum passing and stuff like that, it's all been passed. Um, oh yeah it's sad it is sad I'll
0: say Um, just sorry just on on, sorry do you want to you want to carry your point
1: um
0: I think this episode is poignant for the fact that Al's mom seems to show up in these moments of crisis in his life like mental crisis in his life and if you look at the episode um, Cancer Attack, where Al's phone goes missing and they interrogate Wiley, I believe his name is, for it. And Al opens up about being lost, you know, musically, wondering if yeah. he's gone too far to do anything else. Yeah. And yeah. Everything else. Um, so we know he's been struggling. He hasn't had an honest conversation with Ern. He doesn't... Darius, I'm going to come back to him, doesn't have that kind of relationship with Darius where he opens up. Yeah. And I said this to you, I said, Darius is not the person for this. Like, he's not... he's not
1: Yeah, what I would... I would like for him to be, just because yeah. of how long we've been friends and stuff like that, but, like, yeah. Yeah. But, a- and, and it, it also, comes. sorry to interrupt you, but it also comes down to, like, um, what was I watching the other day? I was watching something the other day. Basically, this lady was just, like, um, she had to, like, lose people. It was definitely a celebrity, so I don't know why I'm saying lady. I've mm-hmm. forgotten who it is, though. But she was saying that she had to, kind of, lose people to understand that, like, like, she was looking for things in those people that she had to find in herself
0: yeah yeah
1: um and so you know that's I, I feel like that kind of relates here with with Paperboy, where like maybe sometimes he can like look to other people to try and like help him find these you know things that he needs to find out about himself and really he just yeah. needs in inwards. Like and it's, so yeah, from his own yeah and it, it's integral for him and his character and um him just being alfred and paperboy and kind of juggling those two identities like you have to kind of find your sense, your sense of center yeah um, and so he is kind of forced into these situations to have to find himself and um i was reading an article or was i watching a youtube video about this episode and it was he, he used the term ego death mm, um yeah. and i was like yeah to yeah. be honest yeah, yeah. like I, that's, that seems, I think i think that's
0: exactly what i was experiencing um because lorraine shows up in 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 seemingly as like in place of his mother. Um, she shows up, when Al asks, asks her, who are you? Uh, I think her exact words are um, an angel who came along at the right time, you know, for you. An angel who came along at the right time. Okay. Um, yeah. And, you know, is it's tough because Al hasn't had a person who he can have these honest conversations about who, who he, what he's experiencing, what he's thinking, what he's feeling, because Ern hasn't been there to do that Darius yeah. isn't the best person to, I think, for Al to have the honest conversation he wants. Um to the point I was talking to Wiley about his issues, you know, like this stranger yeah. who he doesn't yeah. know, who he thinks stole his phone, he's opening up to the stranger. So I think yeah. um I'm concerned about the journey Al's going on. I kind of a friend asked me the other day, um, Mikey, who should hopefully be appearing on this podcast um soon. Um, he asked me who, who I thought the protagonist of this show was. And is seemingly you. It's easy to say Earn because I mean season like we see most of the show from his perspective, but definitely in this season I think it's kind of come to light. Like wait, it's, it might be Owl. Like it was definitely the two of them, but Owl mm. is the character which everything is centered around. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean
0: everything yeah. is centered around and his journey, his growth. Earn, we don't. There's no real character arc for him at least in this season. Maybe yeah. it comes together in season four, other than Ern kind of figuring out what's 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 going on with Van, um, yeah. but Al has always been, you know, the character who who we've been growing with and seeing, explore and learn themselves and yeah. develop, especially like mentally speaking and and, and, and yeah. as a as a person. So I like this episode from the, that we got to see more of that.
1: Yeah. Also, just one more thing from me, I guess the fact um, that the club that that is interesting that um, Lorraine takes him to the council club and then take him out of the council club
0: do you think he's in the council club i saw this is just a theory i saw the reason he's there is because of the white fashion episode
1: yeah so- i i definitely think it's because of that and i feel like i feel like he didn't know that he was in the council club is that it's kind of what we were speaking about in the last episode where we were saying like we're wondering what the fallout is in terms of like yeah. what everyone else is thinking about <laughs> about
0: True. yeah um, yeah
1: about the botched um uh what's what's what I'm looking for the botched goodness I guess that he was trying to do that was misconstrued um by this fashion company yeah um so we we're, we're all sitting thinking like okay but in the real world you'll be cancelled for that so like what is anyone what is everyone thinking about the situation basically so yeah. maybe the whole point of like Lorraine taking him there was for him to see that this is where you are right now like mm. and maybe letting us know that like dude is cancelled in like in the real world or whatever and like mm. now Lorraine is like okay now you see where you are you need to get yourself together get your life together get your masters do this yeah get out right yeah and I think just seeing Lee Neeson in there as well love it was like, it was so debilitating um but I guess, especially if you're in the same room as Lee and Meeson, it's kind of like you don't want to be in the same room as him in a place called Council Club.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Right yeah.
1: over the hills.
0: <laughs> this is this is the first time I've seen Lee Neeson speak on you know that 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 moment where he spoke about essentially if anyone on where um, I think a friend of his, a like, uh, connection, uh, someone he had a relationship with, um, was sexually assaulted by a black person, and then he kind of took it upon himself to go out and he wanted to find a black person and hurt them, start a fight, and whatever. Like, and then he spoke about this unprovoked I'll add, he spoke about it unprovoked so to, I have my thoughts on this, to show basically you know, growth, to say here's where I, here's where I was, I'm yeah. speaking on it because I recognise it was wrong and yeah. that you know, you can grow from this space to not be shit, do you know what I mean? To not do yeah. that, to not be yeah. racist Um, because the way I, I viewed it, he knows as a as a white person in a position of power, a lot of people look to him you know, as inspiration, as guidance, as just somebody that they relate to, they might be in that space too, so he's basically saying, hey, this is wrong, like, is what I as a black person can tell you that, doesn't mean anything to you, Liam Neeson says, hey I was where you were, or where you yeah. are yeah. and <laughs> was not well received um, <laughs> by, by anyone, um, clearly got Liam Neeson in the council club, I just thought it was funny because seeing that, I was like, oh, this is interesting Um you know it, it, they made it funny as well, um, and then and then also real with him saying like he doesn't have to learn his lesson. Even says he yeah. black people are more 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 to enemy now because <laughs> they tried to cancel him. Um, yeah. I just thought it was funny. I just thought, I just thought it was funny and hilarious. Um, but yeah, shout out to the white Liam, Liam Neeson, I guess.
1: <laughs> again, it again it comes down to them just being like, and then we get Liam Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> And then we get Liam Neeson in the council club. Yeah. And the, yeah. It, I feel like this show, I'm just always, I'm I'm doing exactly what they don't do, right? In the sense of like, I'm like, okay, but why would they do that? And, they, and like you said, they're just doing it because it's funny. Like, it's, oh it's yeah. yeah. Get Liam Neeson in it. Like, for example, which this is, it would have been funny if he hadn't died, but I'm just going to move us on to episode nine. Kevin Samuels, right? This would have also been a funny situation, but now he's dead. So it's yeah. a bit, it's a bit peak. Um, and I had to pause it and be like, Kevin Samuels in Atlanta. Because I was, like, the
0: exact same thing. I was like,
1: surely this isn't him.
0: <laughs> As, sorry, let, let me, sorry, before, before, let me backtrack slightly. Episode nine, um, Rich Wigger, Paul Wigger, also directed right. by Donald Glover. Um, Causing to question character, Aaron, his identity with this, I, identification of blackness racial ambiguities he's passing as a white person and suddenly passing as a white person becomes an obstacle to him to get his scholarship to you know progress in life was kevin samuels one robert s lee is handing out um yeah is handing out like scholarships to black students so queenie the floor is yours talk to me
1: listen right crazy crazy scenes obviously this guy is passing as white we see him at the beginning like call it, well, he doesn't call him, he basically offensively calls him a monkey, right? He's trying to play a game and someone's getting at him. You no, know he calls,
0: yeah, no, he, he directly calls him a monkey.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, he, and he says, like, go eat a banana or something. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, uh, uh. And you're like, dude, what are you doing? Then you find out that he's actually biracial. <laughs> and, white. Sorry, and you're like, the self-hate is real. Um, then you see him go, like, anyway, all of this stuff is going on. You realise that, you know, he's having some financial issues. And so, like you said, Kojo, when it suits him to be Black, um, he takes the opportunity. Unbeknownst to him, he actually has to audition for this money, right? And, and audition in the sense of, like, you have to prove your Blackness. So now you have people outside of the school hall singing If I Ever Fall it, if Fall In Love Again by Shack which I thought was so funny. I was like, wait, <laughs> then you have someone like low-key break those, And I said, is this what people think black culture is? Um, obviously we're British. So it's like, we're coming from it, coming at it from a slightly different angle when it comes to like black culture or whatever. But mm. um, that was all funny to see. So eventually your man, Aaron goes in and the first thing he says is, oh, well your name's Aaron. So, you know, oh, it's not really a black name, but it's in the Bible. <laughs> black, <yeah. laughs> but sounds black. It's in the Bible. Um, and then the first question was, What do you mix with Hennessy? I was like, Firstly, he's underage. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Firstly, all right.
1: <laughs> he's underage. Um, and you know, dude is trying his best to, to answer all of these questions. Um, and he was answering them all, which I was kind of shocked about, I'm not gonna lie.
0: But, he was um, he was waffling and they they picked up on that. They're like, You're you yeah, being yeah, creative. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and eventually they were just like, listen, like black card revoked, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no they were like you you um just no no you're not black enough for this for this money see you later um which in of itself i think is challenging us as black people to kind of be like obviously black people being black is not a monolith as we love to scream and shout and say um but sometimes it's hard for us to really believe that so when we're seeing it on screen we're like okay well, oh, at least I'm hoping that people are kind of taken from that, you know, that black people truly aren't a monolith and that, you know, you can be black and not like Hennessy, for yeah. example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did think. I don't have a ton of views on this episode, to be honest. I did think when Kevin Samuels popped up, like you had to Google like Kevin Samuels and it's really kind of eerie that he passed a week before this episode aired. Yeah. Um, Barely but, a well, week well, what, what i say is it, it, it calls into this episode in particular, and again, this whole season, calls into question, themes or identity, but in, in particular, something which you spoke about in episode one um, with three slaps, proximity to whiteness, I think it was. Like, yeah. calls into co- co- context like, you know, success and affluence and happiness uh, the closer you are to whiteness. I think it's, it, it calls into question in the sense that it, it flips it in that you suddenly see proximity to whiteness might not be the you know the saving grace for you. Not to say is isn't yeah. or isn't but it might not be the thing that's going to save you. Because in this yeah. case, it's the one thing that you know proximity to blackness is what will help you. Um help what in yeah. Aaron's case what would have helped him kind of you know progress. I did like the yeah. question on um when you see the other fella who's also burning down wants to burn down the school of flame flamethrower um, yeah. who's like Nigerian of Nigerian origin and because there are yeah. you know discourses on who is black? Like, are you yeah. are you black? If you're if you're like born in Africa, if you're an African, are you black? And um, black yeah. British people, are you black? Because a lot of African Americans have this idea that blackness is African Americanness.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So and I'd, the idea that like if you if you can trace your lineage and if you can if you have a country to fall back on, then yeah, then like you don't really count. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some people view it that way, so I I, I did like that. Um. Um. But yeah. It's really, yeah, cool, cool, cool episode, black and white, you know. But, I, I
1: mean, just yeah. that last little bit there, like there's a point where, um, you know, that discourse is happening with, um, is his name Felix? Felix and Aaron, and they're having this discussion. And then, um, and then, so they have flamethrowers. It's very dramatic and, you know, they want to burn the back off. to the
0: game that Aaron was playing, uh, you know, British yeah. burning. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: so yeah. they, um, they are now like, you know, I don't know, trying to throw flamethrowers at each other or whatever. I don't whatever. Trying to be violent towards each other, essentially, Mm -hmm. um, on school grounds. Um, A policeman straight up shoots Felix, the Darker Skin guy, straight up shoots him and then says to Aaron, freeze. Right? Mm -hmm. Obviously, because he passes his way. So, and I guess also because Felix is the was seemingly the aggressor in that moment because he had the flamethrower or whatever. Um Felix gets shot and then Kevin Samuels' his character, Samuel E. Robert Samuel S. Lee. Um, sorry, <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting all the names mixed up. Who also, by the way, Robert Robert S. Lee um sounds close to Robert E. Lee.
0: Yeah, who thought
1: was, about that. a like, problem in itself. A um what's it called? Confederate,
0: yeah,
1: person. Um, and anyway, Kevin Simon's character ends up, um, paying for Felix's medical bills and school fees as well because he was like, "Oh, you've been shot." That's like, <laughs> and he's like, "You've been shot." That's like the blackest thing you can be. You could, yeah. you could be, you can have is being shot by the police. So, like, yeah, of course, you can go to school for free. Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is crazy, dog."
0: wild episode and then yeah finishes with Aaron ends up working at like a tech shop and you know he's uh, embodying typically like kind of stereotypically black mannerisms, and then looks into the camera like hey
1: yeah
0: it has that kind of feel to it so again I thought shits and giggles cool episode ish final next week more looking forward to kind of seeing how everything ties together if we get to see E earn the white earnest Um yeah and it's probably fan Goodness. It's, it's gonna be an episode based on the crew again. Um, I think they're not gonna do an, an anthology episode to to, to end yeah. it. So I'm curious to see if we're gonna see these worlds, the Atlanta Cinematic Universe merge with you know the main Atlanta cinematic universe. Yeah. Um
1: because Van at this point is listen, I wanna be like Van when I grow up, I wanna be like Zazie Bees because sis is collecting a check. And sis is not in any of the episodes. <laughs> 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 She's collecting checks, darling. Checks. And season still- four. Well,
0: season four, I think we're going to see a lot of Van because that storyline has been, you know, laying the foundations for Van's character. Same with Urn. We haven't seen anything of Urn this season. This has been more focused yeah. on OWL and the wider anthology stuff. Just to, before we end, real quick, on the panel discussion, one thing um, with Donna Glover and the rest of the crew, one thing they did mention that they tried to do when approaching the show is to think about what other shows can't do because. There are things Atlanta only Atlanta can do. Like you're right. not you're not seeing anthology episodes from a Afro Cerritous lens in other shows. There's so many things, which yeah. I think they've realized, you know, they have the capabilities to do with the show. That yeah, it's a
1: power. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That that other shows can't do. So I just think that was interesting. But anyway, that was episode seven to nine. Um finale next week. We'll do a season roundup recap discussion. Um aiming to do that, do that on instagram so if you do see this video in time go check out instagram we I mean, check out instagram regardless to be honest but um we uh want to kind of open up the floor get some other takes i've heard takes from people this season hasn't been the best received it seems um, over, across the board but i think it has some interesting themes um still to you know that are worth discussing I made it made it quite yeah. interesting overall so
1: that's it with you all yep yeah. No Jojo, thank you. It's been amazing as per usual.
0: As always. Um yeah. Speak to you soon.
1: Did you see everyone? Peace.